Welcome to the radio program, Why Paul? Bringing and interpreting the doctrine Jesus Christ presented through the Apostle Paul. Your hosts are Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton of 14th Street Ministries. We are here to bring you the answers found in 2 Timothy 2.15 and encourage you to teach and share this program with others. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton. And welcome back. Wow, it's already um, near the end of October. I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. And I'm Danielle Law. Hey, well, who okay. are you? Man? Uh, new host. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Our new co-host, uh, Danielle Law. And Pamela Lampton is still with us as a co-host. She will just be back with us here in November. And then David uh, Reed had other other obligations. That you, yes. Uh, so. Yes. Uh, so let's go ahead and start this week. Um, Michael, can you open in prayer? Heavenly Father, we thank you for the many uh, blessings that you send our way. Uh, we thank you for your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave his all at the cross for our sins and for eternal life. We thank you for that, and we ask that uh, we may abound more and more in your love and understanding of your word. And, uh, and then again, we say we love you, Lord. We want to serve you. And we want to understand your word. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. And this week, um, our, uh, we're doing definitions and scripture text. Okay. Um, yeah, our first one is going to be on righteousness, definition of righteousness. And, of course, righteousness is God's standard for perfection, of perfection. I'd like to read up couple verses here out of Timothy. Study to, uh, this is Second Timothy or Second Timothy 2, 15 and 16. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, but shun profane and vain babbling, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. And then uh, go over to chapter 3. Uh, verse 16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instructions in righteousness, that the man of God, the man or woman, the man of God may be perfect, perfect meaning mature, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. And let's go to Second um, uh, Timothy chapter 4, 1 through 5. This is Paul speaking to Timothy. I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. And, and of course, that's what we're here to do is to 
present the truth from God's word and rightly dividing the word of truth. And as we were, um, you know, thinking of the new series that we were doing is the definitions uh, kind of reminded us, um, like even with what you were reading, you know, there's words that, uh, you know, we read out of the Bible that's like, we really don't, we read over them, but we really don't know what they mean. And uh, a few weeks ago, I had to, um, so I already have my health insurance license, so I had to take state exam for that. So now I'm taking my pro- uh, property and casualty uh, exam. So I go to take my first exam, and I come pretty close to passing, but I would have done a lot better after taking the exam. I realized that if I would have focused more on the definitions and knowing what the words meant, I could apply it to the questions that were being asked. And mm-hmm. uh, so that really, you know, as we've been doing, you know, our um, on our line, online Bible study, knowing these words really helps apply it to our lives um, and help as we are explaining it to other people as well, knowing the definition. So I'm glad we're starting this new series of learning definitions um, you know, of how, how we're to apply it to our lives. Yeah. Cause you also can't, um, you can't teach something very well if you don't truly know it for yourself. So if you don't know all the definitions and stuff, then you're not really, you mm-hmm. can't really, um, teach cause you don't truly understand it yourself. That's right. Right. So, yeah, and even how, yeah, a good example on like, even for, because I know that we have uh, children who even listen to our program. So we, we always want to make sure that they have the right understanding as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll have uh, teachers say or whatever, say, well, they don't understand this. So we stay away from this because people don't understand it. We're to teach them what it says. Mm-hmm. We're to teach them how to understand or what it what the words mean and, and how to, we're, we're to teach, we're not to pass over and pass it by because every word in the word of God is very important. Down yeah. is and the and whatever. So it's extremely important. And of course it makes it more interesting and more fulfilling and uh, spiritual blessings that come out of it. If you understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even uh, teaching the gospel and, um, about the death, burial, and resurrection. I teach that to my children. And um, my four-year-old last night, as I'm putting them to bed, she says, Mom, I don't want to have to die on the cross. <laughs> oh. And I'm like, no, you don't have to. Jesus already did that for you. Oh, yeah. So even her, she didn't truly understand what I had been telling her. Mm-hmm. But now and, I think and- she's got it. And, and what a blessing to be able to answer back to her that you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to do that, mm-hmm. which now she knows, like, she had the fear, so mm-hmm. she knew how scary that would be and how scary that was for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. now she's relieved that he already did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the great thing about being saved is we don't have to suffer the wrath of God because mm-hmm. Christ did that at the cross. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that gives you uh, comfort and 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 uh, freedom to know mm-hmm. that our sins have been paid for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
And because and, of that, we have so many things to, yeah. In other, in other words, grace means more than just salvation. It goes deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's good to know that children are thinking of it and they're going to ask, you know, to clarify. Um, mm-hmm. And that was a great explanation on, you know, well, we don't have to. He's already yeah. done it for us. Yeah, that's right. She, yep, she was very relieved with yeah. that. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> now she can go to bed and, and sleep and, and be yeah. slept peacefully. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So. Yes. So uh, we're talking, um, so we're doing definitions and we're going to end up doing 11 of them. Uh, so it'll probably be the whole next month that we'll be talking about definitions in scripture. Uh, so th- this week we're talking about definition of righteousness. Okay. There are many messages of, of good news in the Bible, but the message of good news for this present age is the good news that God has provided for everyone a free, total, and complete salvation from all our sins. That's his work. Nothing we do about it. It's what he's done. The book of Romans in the Bible is God's great explanation of how this salvation was accomplished. The simplicity of the gospel is that Christ died for our sins, was buried, and rose from the dead the third day, according to the scriptures. That's 1 Corinthians 15, 3 through 4. However, involved in that death and resurrection was the very precise strategic and and technical accomplishment of a victory which God has won over sin, over death, and over Satan. So he's conquered that. Now, God desires you to know, to understand, and to appreciate this good news. That's good news is the gospel. For that reason, the book of Romans uses technical language that, when, when understood, thrills the hearts of every believer. When these technical terms are not understood, it results in confusion, and we've all experienced that. Mm-hmm. In Romans 3, 21 through 28, heralds the good news of our salvation with such terms and doctrines as righteousness, imputation, justification, grace, redemption, propitiation, faith, remission, forbearance, reconciliation, sanctification. So we're going to give you the definitions of all those. This is much There is much confusion amongst Bible students over the question of salvation. Is a person saved through faith alone? Are works part of salvation? Can a person know for sure he is saved? What if a person sins again after after being saved? Can a person lose his salvation? All of these questions can be answered simply just by understanding the meaning of the terms. And a lot of those terms are in verses um, that, you know, teach us about the gospel and teach us about salvations. Uh, so if you turn with me to Romans 3, 20 um, through 28, okay, it says, therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, 
being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God have set forth to be a propitiation. I did a good job there. Yeah. I got that word. Um, to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say, at this time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Okay, great. Um, Romans 5.10, for if, when, for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And then and uh, talking that's even. What was, that's what she was just telling Gabrielle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then bow sanctification. Uh, that would be in 1 Corinthians one thirty. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made us made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Um, and in Romans 6.23 says, Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? And remember, that's not a water baptism. That's a spiritual baptize. We're baptized, spiritually baptized into the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. That's a spiritual baptism. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to get confused with, with the law baptism, which was water baptism. Yeah. This is a spiritual baptism. Definition number one, righteousness. Righteousness is God's standard of perfection. And uh, go ahead, uh, Michelle. Uh, For Deuteronomy. Yeah, Deuteronomy 32. 32. And four. He is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are judgment. A God of truth and without iniquity, just and right is he. That's right. Everything he does is just and right. He's he's justified. God is. And and Christ's judgment, whatever that's right, it's good. It's always right. It's not man's wisdom or man's judgment, but it's God's judgment. Mm-hmm. As you read God's commandments in Exodus 20, 1 through 20, and Christ's Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, 7, you will see that God's standards of right is absolutely perfect. In fact, Matthews 5.48 says, Be ye there perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Absolute perfection is holiness, and only God possesses holiness. The Bible says God is holy. So we need to, how do we get, if we're, if there's no righteousness in us, how do we get righteousness? Mm-hmm. Um, Isaiah 6, 3, 
And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And that's talking, talking about God. He is mm-hmm. holy. He's holy and he's whatever he chooses, he's righteous. We, our faith is in his faithfulness, mm-hmm. in, the, in what he says, what God says, what Christ says. Mm-hmm. And also referring to his, um, him being holy, uh, let's go to Isaiah 57, 15. Okay. For thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Very good. Danielle, you want to read Isaiah 64? Um, Yeah, I'll read this and then uh, we'll go on break. Okay. Um, But we are all as an unclean thing and all our righteousnesses are as filthy rags and we all do fade as a leaf and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away. Yeah. Our righteousness is filthy rags. So how do we get, how do we get righteous? How do we get right? Yeah. So if, if our righteousness are like filthy rags, so by us alone, we can't have. Yeah. We have no, the righteousness, right? Right. Mm Mm-hmm. If it if if you have to be righteous to get salvation and entry into eternal life, how do we get it? Our mm-hmm. our best is like a filthy rag. Yes. Okay. And we're gonna go to break and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. It's time to serve, learn, change the world. Tune in each week for the power of young people to change the world. Hosted by NYLC's CEO, Amy Muirs. The program is a forum for both young people and the adults who love and support them. We make connections with others through stories of change, partnership, and new perspectives of issues facing the world today. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. listening to the radio program why paul if you'd like to participate in today's program call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 or send an email to michael r mix at 14th street ministries.com now back to why paul and welcome back i'm your host michelle mix i'm your host uh, michael mix and i'm your host danielle law 
All right. And, yeah. <laughs> Yay. And uh, Pam, Pamela Lampton, she will be back with us here in November. Okay, great. Uh, to join us. Join so we'll be four of us. Uh, and uh, right when we were on break, I did give our Facebook listeners. So if you ever want to watch, um, you can actually see us on Facebook. You can listen to us on Voice, uh, Voice America, the Empowerment Channel. Uh, you can also uh, go to Facebook Live and listen and see us live as we're um, talking about the program. And so when we went to break for our Facebook Live, uh, I had one of our listeners, Kendra look up contrite. Uh, that's a word that stands out to me, and truly, I didn't know the definition. So, she looked it up for us, and contrite says, it's the feeling or showing sorrow and remorse for a sin or shortcoming. So, that helps understand what that, what that one actually means. Let's see. I'm looking back here. Where we saw that, what verse that was. Do you see what verse that was in? Now that I'm looking back, hold just a second. Contrite. I had just read that. Anyway, so that is what contrite that means. That was we, Isaiah 57, 15. Okay. Do you see that again? Can you read that, Daniel? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Isaiah 57, 15. For thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Yeah. And so I appreciate Kenner looking that up because that actually uh, changes how I, um, when I hear that verse now, what it means, because it's showing that I am showing that sorrow and remorse for my sins, my shortcomings. Yeah. And Christ paid for that. So Yeah. yeah. That was that was in before the cross. Now after the cross, we don't have to worry about that mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Christ paid for that all. He paid. We don't have to have a guilt feeling. Yeah. We don't have to be uh, worried about our past and whatever. He paid for all of it. He mm-hmm. paid for all of our sins. Yeah. Our past, future, our past, now, and future. Right. Because when he. When he died on the cross, it was all it was all of us for our, for the future. Two two thousand years before we was even born. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he paid for all of it, not part of it. Yeah. And he paid for it. He died on the cross, and, um, and we don't have kids, to do it. We ourselves. don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to die on the cross. Yeah, we can have joy. Yeah. Joy and happiness and and. Uh, and freedom and, and, and peace. And peace, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. As we turn our attentions to the book of Romans, we find these same uh, truths taught there in more detail. And basically teaching two doctrines, Romans one eighteen through uh, 320. Uh, God must be judged. God must judge and condemn the sinner because he is God. The holy is holy, and his justice demands it. Do you understand what that means? That means that there's laws. You have the Ten Commandments. The law says if you break those Ten Commandments, that that is death to you. You break them, you die, period. There's, there's no way out 
you break the law, and we're all lawbreakers. We've all sinned. So that includes all of us. The, the law is broken, and, and if he's a just judge, he has to go by the law, and he can't make exceptions, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But see, he has a plan before creation. He had a plan in, in, uh, in Christ's eternal purpose. He had a plan to save mankind because he wants us. And he, at the cross, he moved all that out of the way so he could have us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we go to him by faith. Yeah. Um, I'll read a couple verses. Uh, Romans. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Romans 1, 18. All right. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. And then Romans 2.12, for as many as have sinned without law shall also perish without law. And as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law. Yes, that's uh, Jew or Gentile. Mm -hmm. And Romans uh, Mm 2.16, in the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ, according to my gospel. That's, that's Paul's gospel. That's going to be judged by the gospel. Mm-hmm. Everyone alike. Gospel? Everybody's yeah. the same. That's right. And what is the gospel? Danielle, what's the gospel? Death, burial, and resurrection. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you believe you believe that, right? Absolutely. So you're going to be judged by whether you accept Christ mm-hmm. or you don't accept you accept yeah. you either accept his payment for your sins or you don't accept it if you accept it he's taken those sins in other words if you end up in hell it's because of your unbelief mm-hmm. actually because he's already paid the price yeah so you choose to go to hell or you choose to have eternal life yeah it's your choice we have free choice okay the second doctrine taught in Romans 1.18 through 3.20 is every person is a sinner. There is no sense in denying it. We must all admit we've done things wrong. The Bible says so. Mm-hmm. How do you know that you've done something wrong? It's not only in your own conscience you know you've been wrong. Plus, the Word of God says it. Mm-hmm. And if the Word God says it, and it says all of us have sinned. Yeah. Everybody alike. Sure. Yeah. Uh, as in Romans 3, 9, that says, what then? Are we better than they? No, in no wise, for we have pr- before proved both the Jews and Gentiles that they are all under sin. Yeah, there's no, no difference mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll read Romans three nineteen. Okay. Uh, now we know that what things soever the law saith, it saith to them who are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world may become guilty before God. And that's and, uh, that's at the uh, great white throne judgment. Nobody's nobody that stands before that judgment, that, which will be the lost, 
no one will ever be able to say they didn't know. Mm-hmm. Everybody has the opportunity. People will say, well, what about somebody in the darkest of Africa or whatever? Everybody, the word of God says, everybody will know. Mm-hmm. Because when we're, when we're created, we have a conscience, and that's built in that conscience, right and wrong. Well, and they would also wonder, like, well, how did the trees come? Somebody had to make that. How, yeah, did, right. how does the sun shine? And how yeah, do the yeah. birds know to travel? Right. They should be aware that there is mm-hmm. a God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think our subconscious tells us that, you know, um, and, you know, people who deny, try to deny thinking of that, I think even as, um, you know, with children, it, it's, um, I, don't, I don't think you have to really, you, I don't think we start out really saying, you know, okay, I'm going to tell you this is Jesus. They seem to automatically understand that. They you know, know we that don't have somebody to. created, mm-hmm. somebody yeah. made stuff. Even yeah. my six-year-old wonders, how, how does a light bulb work? Mm-hmm. You know, she knows yeah. that it works somehow. And she just that, needs it explained. Somebody had to create it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good. Yeah. Uh, right. And then, of course, that next verse, uh, 320 in Romans, therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. Yeah, see, right at that point, when we get to that point, we're all lost. And, and we're, we're trying to find out, okay, what's, where's the hope? What is the hope in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, far, so far, we've learned it. We're all lost, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Like Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Yeah. Therefore, since God is holy and must judge the sinner, and since every person is a sinner, then my, mankind has a problem, right? Mm-hmm. We have a real bad problem. Mm-hmm. With respect to this problem, Paul now reveals the solution to the dilemma that man is in. The solution is in the gospel, which was given to Paul by God. Aren't we, aren't we thankful that, that after the cross, that Christ chose a man to give the word to, and this man passed this word on to us, and it's Romans through Philemon, this, this age of grace, and how fortunate we are and, and how thankful we are that Christ has given us this information and, and given us this free gift. Mm-hmm. Um, Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also the Greek. Yeah, today the Jew, today, uh, uh, before Paul, uh, the Jew represented God. Today, the body of Christ represents God. Mm-hmm. And the Jew has to come into salvation the same way the Gentiles do. It's we're mm-hmm. equal. There's no respecter of a person in when it comes to salvation. Mm-hmm. I think to uh, today, um, our day and age that we live in now, um, knowing that it doesn't matter who we are, we're all the same. This applies to everyone, 
It doesn't matter where you come from, who you are, what race you are. This applies to all of us. And that is, um, you know, what is also great about that is it's giving it to all of us. Um, You know, and it's not saying if you were a Jew, okay, or here's the Greeks, it's for everyone, you know, and we all have to do it the exact same way. Yeah, whether you're the, the rich way we or come poor, to Christ. Whether, you're, whether you're, you work in the sewers or you own a corporation or whatever it might be, it's all the same. We're, we're, we all have the same opportunity. Mm-hmm. Nobody can say they didn't have an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we all have the opportunity. Yep. And thank God we chose to believe. Yes. Uh, let's go to Romans 2.16. Okay. Uh, in the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ, according to my gospel. Yeah, in Romans 3.21, Paul uh, starts to unfold God's solution. Uh, I'll read Romans 3.21. Okay. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. And now it's being revealed. We're lost. We were in a dilemma. We don't know what to do about it. But now in in Romans, through the Apostle Paul, the revelation given to the Apostle Paul, now we've got a solution for this dilemma that we're in. This this being, go ahead. I was just going to throw in there that uh, from one of our, uh, from Karen, uh, our Facebook Live listener. Mm-hmm. Um, she also reminds us that in 1 Timothy 2 4, and okay. as we're talking about how this is for everyone, um, it says, Who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth? So it's all men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's our desire. Our desire mm-hmm. is the same desire that Christ has. We want, we would like to see everybody get saved. We know that. They don't, but it would be our desire that everybody be saved mm-hmm. because eternity is a long time and and to spend eternity and uh, separated from God for eternity and in, in hell in the lake of fire. That's a horrible thought. That would uh, mm-hmm. make me have a seizure, I think, if I had to think about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> try to try to be able to comprehend, you know. Yeah. Why I would want to do that. Yeah, why why you'd want to choose to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> why why would you choose death over life? Right. And if there's a way out, buddy, I tell you I want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. But this beginning begins the great solution to man's sin problem. Indicated that the problem has been resolved now, indicating the problem has been resolved, and that the solution is being revealed to mankind for the first time. Through Paul's letters from the risen Christ, salvation is now revealed for the first time, okay, to the Gentiles and the Jews. The righteousness of God is manifested. This does not mean that God's righteousness was not known before, which it was. It means God's standards of right, the perfection of God, is now being made available to mankind by the gospel. 
So now he's opening up. He's opening up to the entire world in today's age, and he's saying here. He's saying here's a free gift. You don't have to do anything except believe. Mm-hmm. It's free to you. So there should be no excuse why you wouldn't uh, uh, mm-hmm. accept eternal life. Well, and the other thing that he's uh, not including in that is you're accepting this free gift without works. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and there's, we could sit back and just relax. Christ did it all. I can sit here and relax and have to do no works. I don't have to worry about it. I'm free. I, I have no guilt anymore. I have no condemnation. I belong to him. I'm in Christ. And and I and and I and all I'm doing is waiting for this eternal hope that's coming. And the the funny part about that also is what in turn happens, even though, you know, as you just demonstrated, you know, leaning back saying, I don't have to do anything, I just have to accept this free gift. Um, you know. This, this righteousness that, you know, that this becomes, we, we don't have to do any works, but the, the side that happens when you get a free gift, you get so excited about it. You get passionate about it, that you want to spread it to others, uh, you know, that I want to make sure that uh, my four children and then now my grandchildren, I have six grandchildren, a seventh grandchild on the way. Daniel. Uh, And I want to make sure that I'm so happy and so thankful for that free gift. I want to make sure that I share that with everyone. So it's not just me sitting back saying, I don't have to do any works. I want to, in my own heart, to spread that and make sure that they will all be in heaven with me. Yeah, that's the reason we were saved to work. We're not saved by works. We're saved to work. Mm -hmm. And and we do work because of our gratitude, Mm -hmm. because what he's done for us. And like you said, we want to pass that on. And uh, we want someone to have the same uh, comfort and and Mm -hmm. surety that because we all know we're going to die. Yeah. And we all know that's coming. Mm-hmm. We're going to have and, that peace. and with that, we're going to go to a quick break and then we'll be right back to conclude our righteousness definition. Okay. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. 
Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel you are listening to the radio program why paul if you'd like to participate in today's program call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 or send an email to michael r mix at 14th street ministries.com now, back to Why Paul. And welcome back uh, on Voice America and also on our Facebook Live at facebook.com forward slash 14th Street online Bible study. Uh, you can also uh, chat with us while we're on the air online. And I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. And I'm your host, Danielle Law. And we are uh, concluding uh, Righteousness. Uh, the, um, yeah, we'll go back to the righteousness manifested, the bad mm-hmm. news, uh, and we're going to get a solution for that, right, Michelle? Right. Okay, go yes. ahead. Yes. So, God has given to men his holy laws, but man was not able to keep them. You know, we're not able to do that. Yeah. So, some people hope that they will get to heaven by keeping the Ten Commandments. But the point of Romans 3, 19 and 20 is that if if people would read those laws and be honest with themselves and God, so every mouth would be stopped and each person would have to acknowledge that they have broken God's law. In fact, the reason God gave the law was to point out to man his sinful conditions and his need for a savior, which is our Lord Jesus Christ. So, the problem is that man lacks the righteousness that God requires for entrance into heaven. But now, righteousness is made available to men from a source outside of himself. So, God's righteousness is being offered to mankind as a gift. And another thing, since we are all sinners and our righteousness is as of filthy rags, as one of the verses we talked about today, Mm -hmm. then our works cannot save. In fact, they will only condemn us. So, how can man reach God's standards of perfection? Well, we're going to um, find out. With a new definition? With a a new definition and... and, uh, and the and the the other ten definitions. To, and to, right before we go into the next definition, uh, I'm just going to conclude with one more verse. Okay. Uh, that's in Galatians two twenty one. 
Okay. It says, I do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. Yeah, that's right. And and um, if uh, I was talking to a fellow a couple of weeks ago, and he said, and we was talking about eternal life and whatever, and going to heaven, and whatever, and he says, I'm a good person. I don't lie. I don't steal. I try to treat people right, whatever. And he's he's telling me that. And in man's standards, it's true. He is. Mm-hmm. In man's standards. But in God's standard, standards is what we just learned. His righteousness is as filthy rags. Mm-hmm. Yep. No and, matter and he, what, how yeah. good he is. Yeah, because good people can go to hell just as bad as bad people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So thank you, Judith, for uh, bringing our attention to Galatians 2.21. Yeah, we appreciate the input. So, okay, definition uh, number two, imputation. Amputation? Imputation. (laughs) Imputation, okay. Well, there's some uh, amputation, too, because we got rid of the old man. Right. There you go. We we nailed him to the cross. Yes. So imputation. We will move on to imputation. God's righteousness credited to one's account. Okay. We're not righteous. God is righteous. Christ is righteous. So he's going to take his righteousness and put it in our account. God's righteousness credited to one's account. The word imputation uh, or impute, imputing something, it's a banking term, is not used in Romans 3.22, it is actually used in Romans chapter 4. But the word upon in Romans 3.22 convey the same thought as Romans 4.3. The word impute is an accounting term, which means to credit to one's account. Hmm. So, okay. so it's been his righteousness. Right here, I'm not, I'm not a righteous person sitting here, but that's in my account. So. That's in my bank account that's, that's been uh, uh, imputed to me. So it gives so us when, a positive balance. Right. And it's not a negative balance. It's a positive balance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the, Romans 3.22 says, Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all of all them that believe, for there is no difference. Yeah, and, and it says, if you go back, it says, uh, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ. That's not our faith. Mm-hmm. We're depending on the faith of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because of his faithfulness, we can depend on that. We can uh, uh, rely on that. We can have confidence in that, of his faithfulness to what he said and what he's done. Mm-hmm. And in Romans 4, 3, it says, For what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Yeah, and he didn't have to do any works for it. Mm-hmm. He believed God, and God counted it as righteousness. And that's the exact same way that we, we get our salvation is we believe God. We believe what he said. And 
he applied the righteousness to us because of our faith in the works of the cross and in the works of Jesus Christ at the cross. We believe that, and he's uh, counted, given it to us, the righteousness. The righteousness of God is unto all and upon all that believe. Since man comes short and cannot make himself righteous, there's no way we can do that. Yeah. Righteousness will have to be given to him from God. Otherwise, there is no hope for man. This is exactly what Romans 5.17 says. Um, and I can read Romans 5.17. That's a good idea. <laughs> for if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's the death reign from Adam. We're, we're all in Adam and we're all to die. But as at our new birth, this, um, this gift that was given this one new man, we're a brand new creation. When we believe the gospel, we become one new creation, brand new uh, mankind. And, and that was through Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Righteousness is a gift from God. The God-given righteousness is available to man by the faith of Jesus Christ. According to Romans 3.22, that is to say the righteousness of God is available to man because of the faithfulness of Jesus Christ. God is not given out of his righteousness as a reward to us because of our faithfulness faithful service to him god is given out of uh, his righteousness as a gift to us because of christ's faithfulness service to him because christ was faithful to christ to god he obeyed he obeyed what he was to do he was to die on the cross and take our sins because he was faithful to god we're able to, to have salvation. Jesus Christ always did the will of his Father. Even when it was time to give up his life and die on the cross for our sins. The following verses confirm that it's Christ's faithfulness and not ours that counts with God when a subject is our salvation. When it comes to our salvation, it's not us, it's Christ. Uh, so in Romans 3.22, it says, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. Yeah, believing is so easy. We just believe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Ephesians 3.12, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that great? We, we have bold work. Uh, we're uh, baptized into Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection. We're baptized into Christ. We're hid in God, and we have this brand new relationship to God and access to God through Christ. Mm -hmm. uh, in Philippi Philippi Philippines, Philippians 3.9, it says, And be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Yeah. 
in, in Romans uh, 3.22, there, there are two important phrases to take note of. Unto all, the phrase unto all. Mm-hmm. This speaks of the unlimited provision. God's righteousness is always is available to everyone. This is great news, and, and again, the following verses will confirm this wonderful news. This to all, where, where none of us are exempt. Uh, we all have that opportunity. We have that choice. We have free will, which God has given us. Mm-hmm. We have free will to choose eternal life or free will to choose eternal death. We choose Christ or we don't choose him. We reject him. So you have that choice. First mm-hmm. um, Timothy 2.4 says, Who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth? And yeah, that's, the- that's, yeah, that's our desire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that, that all men are saved. It's, it's God's desire and his desires are our desires. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason we're here right now, you know, is that somehow or other the Holy Spirit can use what we're reading and saying that not only the believers will get a hunger for hungry, get a hunger for deeper understanding in the word. Plus, if somebody is lost and they want to know how to be found or how to be saved that they can find that the Holy Spirit is able to use the words that we're speaking through. These are God's word, these verses, mm-hmm. use these for their salvation and, sh- and to show them there is hope for them. Yeah. And in first uh, Timothy four ten, for therefore we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God who is the savior of all men, especially of those that believe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's, it's given to all men. There's no one can say they can't. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. First um, Timothy 1.15. Mm-hmm. This is a faithful saying and, and worthy of all ex- accept, uh, <laughs> acceptation. acceptation. <laughs> yeah. That Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. And with um, with under um, about um, 30 seconds left, um, Dad, can you tell us how we can find um, that grace that we keep talking about? Yeah, uh, how you can find this, if, if you understand you're a sinner, if you understand that you need a Savior, Christ has already offered you a free gift. The death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, he Mm -hmm. paid it all for you. He shed his blood to cover your sins. He was resurrected, and that gives you eternal life. And if you only believe that and have Mm -hmm. faith. And it's it's for everyone. Um, And reason that we do... Uh, this program, and you know, every hear, ear will hear. And as we say, so many different countries can hear us on Voice America, and we we so appreciate that we're able to spread that uh, word with everyone. 
Um, so next week, we're going to come back. We're going to conclude with our uh, definition of imputation, and we're going to move on to our other definitions. And we appreciate everybody listening to us this week. And, and join remember, us again next week. And remember, God wants you. been listening to why paul visit us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com and please join michael r mix michelle mix david reed and pamela lampton again next tuesday at 4 p.m pacific time and 7 p.m eastern time on the voice america empowerment channel for more thoughts and wisdom also be sure to tell everyone about our program yeah.